Dennis Pike had picked the wrong day to give up smoking. There was frost on the windows in the morning, the bread was stale, the milk was sour, there was a dead junkie in the lift, and now two kids were breaking into his car. It wasn't an expensive car, a pale yellow two-door 1982 Ford Escort. There was nothing valuable in it, and the radio was locked in the boot. But there was no point explaining this to the two boys. They'd already smashed the passenger window and were reaching in to unlock the door. Oi! What you doing? he shouted, and furiously wheeled his shopping trolley towards them, bouncing and bumping down the ramp from Dalston Cross. They looked at him disinterestedly. They were probably only 16, maybe less. They wore big, loose, zip-up designer jackets, baggy jeans and trainers. After a moment, they turned their attention back to the car. I said, what are you doing? They didn't reply, just opened the door. That's my car. Is a crap car, the taller of the two boys said and turned back round to Pike, brandishing a baseball bat. Pike sighed. Everybody wanted to be an American. The boy had small eyes set wide apart in a dull, flat face. He took a couple of paces towards Pike, slapping the bat into his open palm. Piss off, he said. What a day. It had started when he'd poured the milk onto his cornflakes and it had come out in cheesy lumps. He'd forgotten to put the bread away the night before and it was hard and dry. So he'd gone out to the corner shop and that was when he'd discovered the dead junkie in the lift. A young white guy in jeans and sweatshirt, long hair in a style that people didn't have anymore. He looked like a smackhead and Pike felt almost nostalgic. These days it was all crack. A proper old-fashioned junkie was something you didn't see that often. He lay curled up in the corner and at first Pike had thought he was asleep or passed out, so he'd kicked him. His skin prickled when he realised he was dead. It was bound to happen sooner or later, a dead man in the lift. Ever since the police had opened up a dinky little designer police station on Sandringham Road to try and deter the dealers, the dealers had all moved round the corner to the flats. They hung about in the doorway of the betting shop opposite, trying to look flash and inconspicuous at the same time. Pike was sick of finding people passing over wads of money on the walkways and shaking rock-filled hands in the stairwells. After getting the bread and milk, he'd got a tape out of Mammoth Video to cheer himself up. Southern comfort. He'd eaten breakfast, then settled down in his leather recliner with a cup of tea and pressed start on the remote control. The machine made a horrible, rasping, churning type of a sound. The picture juddered and everything went dead. When he'd tried eject, it wouldn't give him the tape back. He'd lifted the flap and tried to tug it out, but it was stuck fast. So his video was fucked. He'd checked the paper for the television, but there were no films on till later, only dreary daytime programmes about dogs and family problems and cheery Australians. What a fucking day. Go on, piss off. The kid with the baseball bat came closer. There was no chance that the guard, way down the other end of the car park in his little hut, was going to see them, or even do anything if he did. It was a wet night and there was no one else around, five other cars at most. The car park felt vast and isolated. One side was bordered by a great mass of factories and warehouses, one by a train line and one by the backside of the Dulston Cross shopping mall. Baseball Bat's friend, 
whose black naff-naff jacket was two sizes too big for him, nodded his head rhythmically and muttered, yeah, 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 under his breath, over and over. Pike wished he hadn't decided to give up smoking last night, but it was part of his new order. Quit work, quit fags, and get ready for the future. He didn't need this. Come on, just leave it, he said. But they weren't impressed. He knew what he looked like to them, an old geezer with glasses and a shopping trolley. He glanced down into the trolley for a possible weapon. A French loaf, not much use. A bottle of vinegar, too small, liable to smash and cut his hand. Did you really have to break the window? He said, buying time. That is such a pain in the arse. 